is up guys or what's up guys welcome back this is our third installment week seven of our podcast and i'm very excited will's here with me and we have a special guest coming at some point whenever he wants to join the call but will say hi hey guys we're back um i'll fill in this here since we're I think we got some technical difficulties coming up, but, you know, that's what happens. It's only week three. Um, but, yeah, we're excited to talk about everyone's matchups this week and uh, detail the collusion going on between Jake and Glazer. Yeah, we'll, we'll get there in a little while, but I, I want to first just just start off here by by saying you can win a week just by playing the right person, and that's what I did last week, and I want to thank – Michael Powell from the bottom of my heart. This is a this is this <laughs> podcast this week is dedicated to you, Mike Powell. Thank you for letting me win with 130. And as I say that, probably um, the most important person in this league, um, a real friend, Syracuse football's finest, Nick Cohen, our commissioner. Say hi. Wow, that was the uh, quite the introduction, Adam. Thank you. It's a it's a pleasure to be here. All right, um, Nick, I think that we can, we can start off here with you. Can you defend your fire sale? I know we talked about it a little bit last week uh, with Jake. Can you defend your fire sale so early into the season when we thought you had a pretty solid roster? And then also defend that mind-boggling trade with Glazer. Yeah, well, you know, going starting with the fire sale after the, uh, the devastating loss to Powell, to put it lately, you know, as you and I discussed, Adam, no future draft picks. Kind of stuck in the middle there. You know, not much depth. Very top-heavy. Kind of a similar situation to what Glazer is in. You know, top-heavy. Mm. Not a lot of picks and no shots depth. Shots fired. Mm. <laughs> no, no, no. Not mean to be shots fired. I think, I think we all know the truth about where Glazer's at right now. Oh, yeah. Um, but anyway, so kind of just stuck in the middle of, you know, on the verge of competing. Or should be competing, but not actually winning matchups. And, you know, maybe just taking that chance to start a little rebuild, grab some depth and some young talent along the way while that opportunity is still there. Um, when it comes to the uh, the mind-boggling trade with Glazer from last week, you know, Will and I were actually discussing earlier before we started this. Glazer, it all started when I inquired about Michael Carter with Glazer, and then it spiraled out of control into that about 10-piece trade that we all saw and were shocked by. Um my thinking behind it, you know, to kind of sum it up quickly here for you guys, was that it's easier to acquire young wide receivers and talented wide receivers than it is running backs. So for me to be able to get Saquon and Michael Carter and even get a young quarterback in Zach Wilson, who you know I wasn't even expecting to get, but the price was right on him, you know, I think it outweighed what I anticipated I could have gotten in this year's draft class with those picks and but, some of those players that I gave to Glazer. I guess my follow-up question to you was, do you know – how bad Zach Wilson is? You know, I think it's tough to judge a rookie quarterback after just five games. All right, you know, we'll leave that there. I don't want that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. That's a good explanation. That'll do. Uh, Will, do you have any follow-ups on that? Yeah, you know, I actually do have some follow-ups on that. Um, I was still in talks with Cohen for A.J. Brown and Chase Edmonds. That was the trade that I was um, previewing last recording um and now now that glazer has him i know he's gonna 
I'm just going to hold my balls over the fire asking for a blowjob for those guys. So, <laughs> so it's going to be a lot harder to acquire them. Um, but yeah, what, what is Glazer doing? Is he rebuilding? Is he trying to win now? Because it looks like a little bit of both, and now he's got no rookie quarterback. I don't know. Well, I'm confused. If I... If I may interject here, you know, I spent, you know, multiple hours on FaceTime with Glazer as this trade uh, transpired. And, you know, I'm sure there was more going on in his head than what he was, you know, articulating to me. But his, he really wanted to make a big splash and get the group chat riled up. Wow. Um, well, he, the, he only thing, that. the only thing going on in, in Glazer's head is a Riley Reed deep throat. <laughs> um, relatable, but, relatable. <laughs> Let, let's let's just go ahead. Let, I I mentioned my win over Powell last week. Let's let's go in. Let's talk let's about last week. Um, just like we said on our podcast, nothing really crazy happened. Yeah, it was a really close game between Garge and Durs, but Garge beat Durs. Call the police. I mean, come on. I, I it was it was nice to think about the upset happening, um, but at the same time, it's fun that Durs is zero and six now, and hopefully. You know, he starts selling off his players, and we can all get in on that. He, he won't. won't. He won't. Now, the, my question is, what players does Durs even have to sell off at this well, point? Well, that's yeah, a great that's question, and I could tell you, his best, his best piece right now, besides future MVP Donovan Peoples-Jones, is <laughs> – I can't even say that with a straight face – is Stephon <laughs> Diggs. And, you know, you'd think that in a dynasty league, having like a 28-year-old wide receiver – it's probably a um, a bad idea for somebody who's 0-6, but I said it last week. I might have even said it before. Durs likes to keep his favorite players, so we will not even inquire about him anymore. Um, can we can we talk about me just dismantling Jake after Jake talked all that shit last week? <laughs> yeah, we I can mean, talk about that. It went back and forth all Sunday. It was probably the game of the week, if, if I'm being honest. And um, it all just... Ended with CeeDee Lamb going off, destroying Jake's hopes and dreams. Um, where do you guys think Jake goes from here? He's 3-3. Three and three. He's got a matchup with Salomon next. Yeah, you know? we'll talk about that matchup in a little bit. But okay. um, I said it to Jake, and I said it in our first week recording, that I am scared about him. I don't think it's very good. I don't think it's very deep. And he is going to start to feel it him and him and God feel it of depth. I agree I agree you know I think I'm not as worried about Jake's team as I am with Garza's team you know I think Jake's team yes they don't he does not have great depth um, but I think his starting lineup as a whole um, is, is solid you know he can get if he can get Gaskin out of there um, obviously that's not someone you want to be flexing every week because he's just terrible I think his one worry from my eyes is Lockett. I think Lockett is the kind of player who every year has about four or five games where he gets 25 to 30, and then his other 10 games are, you know, 8 to 10. Um, yeah. I think that he – No Russell either. Yeah. I think, and, yes, and no Russell Wilson, which is very true. And can I just uh, say, Christian McCaffrey's not playing this season. Wow. Bold take. But, like, he's, he, he was placed back on IR, so it's another three weeks – it sounded like he was ready to come back and then just poof IR again. I don't know. I just have one of those those gut feelings where he's just done. And you can bring this back up in, in three weeks. But well, I, I don't disagree with that. I think it's very possible we do not see McCaffrey suit up again this year. But 
but yeah, let, let's let's move on. We'll we'll talk a little bit more about the team when we preview week seven. But week six was irrelevant in my eyes, and honestly, week seven is not much better. Um, when you look Sorry. at the matchups, you have a potential last place game in in Cohen Durs. I I I mean, baby dolls of now it's, game of the week. Yeah, it's yeah. That's the baby dolls box game of the week. <laughs> woo, woo. Uh, um, it's right now. It's projected a one and a half point game, and honestly, this game should end in a bad. It will be. This is a pivotal race for the uh, number one pick here. Right, but it's also a pivotal race for the book report on. Yes, the two page even... book report. Um, I forget the the thief something thief. Yeah. Yeah, the the thief. The thief. The thief. <laughs> a Cameron Cortez classic. Oh, jeez. Um, yeah, I'm I'm not even going to talk about this game, Cohen. Tell me about your game. Yeah, you know, I mean, it's it certainly isn't one that people are going to want to pay some money to see. Uh, you know, I feel I feel pretty good though. I don't have to roll out, you know, Kenneth Gainwell and Jarek McKinnon this week. I can get Saquon hopefully and Michael Carter back in there. Um. You know, hopefully Devontae Parker comes back. You know, I, I feel pretty good. I know Sleeper's Cohen, kind of a let, – Let's, ahead, let's be ahead. real. Your your matchup this week is like Jaguars-Dolphins on a Thursday night where you're only watching number one if you bet on it and number two because they're color rushing. So, <laughs> I, I mean, you should beat Durs. Durs is trash, and Durs has most of his team on a bye. So, I if you lose this game, it, it – it says a lot about you. It it does. You know, there's there's no running from that. And um, I I mean I will point out Durs has eight hundred and eight total points scored, which puts him at number seven. So he 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 texted me this week and he said, Look at my points scored. I emoji. <clears throat> um it's still seven. You still suck, Durs. Um, wow, that, is, that is the craziest thing I've ever heard. Oh and six, seventh in <laughs> points. And you're attaching an eyes emoji to that. That's good for you, Durs. I mean, yes, I, I respect, respect that. Yeah, yeah, mad respect there. I I saw the text and I was like, oh my god, you're so good. Hey, at um, least um, Kent State won last weekend. Yeah. Um, uh, oh, no, they oh, didn't. Yeah, no, I'm joking. They, I'm joking. They got, they got kicked the shit out of by Western Michigan. Hashtag flash bad. Kick the shit out Western Michigan. Yeah, 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 yeah. Hello. They did not do that. <laughs> Um, next, we're going to talk about another game that, that shouldn't, it's not going to be close. Marco against Powell. Oof, um, oof. Mo- motors on a buy, so motors on a buy. That's you got to fade Powell on that one, then. Yeah, um, I mean, same thing. You I Powell's mean... one advantage this season was knowing which Bills running back to start. Um, <laughs> and you know, if if he can't even do that, then I don't know what to say. I mean, it's just it's over. Yeah, I. I have nothing else to say about Powell. I just like I said when we kicked us when I kicked us off. Um, thank you for letting me win with one thirty. But besides that, your team is garbage. You are garbage. I hope you have to read Cameron's book. I think um, you should also be thanking Powell for beating me and ultimately sparking the fire sale. You know, if Lamar had not you know, yeah uh, stuck his dick down my throat and dropped fifty on me, I probably would not have sold you. Thank you for that pieces. too, Powell. Thank you. Um, so yeah, I mean for that too. This this match is going to be the classic dad dicking, uh, in my opinion. I think Marcos clearly has the best team in the league, you know, yeah. in terms of his overall firepower and his depth. 
uh, Powell, you know, obviously he beat me in respect to that, but his team is bad. There's no denying that. So I think this is just going to be a, one of those classic blowouts where the uh, where the 20-point favorite just, just covers that spread easily. Yeah. Um, next, we'll, on that one. Yeah. Next, we'll talk about uh, – I mean, we'll talk Cleveland South just because I genuinely don't think that Salomon will set his lineup this week because he is going on a 40-mile hike in Maine. Yeah. Shout out to Ryan for that. Um, yeah. If you, don't, if you don't already do this, follow his uh, Instagram account. I think it's called, like, Rye Hikes. Um, yeah. It's hiking, like, a 40-mile trail in Maine. I mean, like, Yeah, he's, he's out there by himself. He's um, producing some good content. He's he's looking to put out some, some good photography and videos. I'm really excited to follow it. I actually he, am, too. I, I love it when he posts on that. Yeah. And, I mean, every time I see his face, I smile. So, True. I, I, I hope that somehow Salomon can win this game. But again, I don't think he's going to set his lineup. So Cleveland's going to get away with one here. Even um, if he does set his lineup, I mean, he's got five starters. I see six starters on a bye this week. And yeah. It's, it's a brutal week, yeah. brutal week for buys. So I, I don't, yeah, regardless, even if he sets his lineup, I don't think it's going to be very close. Yeah. <laughs> He's um, also on a bye. How is he? Oh, I guess just because he doesn't have a team. Okay, he's on a bye. Yeah. <laughs> um, next, we will talk about me against Garge. Um, I, okay, Garge I think this is game of the week. You really? Put that out there. I do. I I know you I were gonna agree. make it me and Glazer, but I got a tough bye situation. Glazer's got all his guys back. But let's talk about you. I think this yeah. is game of the week. I mean, I, I'm only not giving myself game of the week because I'm going without my two. Like I don't, I don't know. I I love Josh Allen and Justin Herbert. Without them, my entire morale just plummets. That is tough not having <laughs> either one. Um, but it's not like you don't have other quarterbacks to start. You made a savvy move to get Matt Ryan. Uh, yeah, needed to that a lot. And you know, maybe Tua gets into a shootout with Atlanta. Yeah, if he plays, I mean, you never know. Yeah. Maybe Bill Cosby's going to start a quarterback this week. Yeah, yes, that is very possible. <laughs> Um, you know, I, I agree with Will here. I think I had this as my game of the week as well. Um, I, Adam, I know you have some concerns about your quarterbacks, but um, you know, I kind of briefly touched on it earlier. I have a couple concerns about Garge's team in general. Um, I'm I thankful mean, that I'm thankful that Dalvin's on a bye this week. That's yes, that's all Galvin, I can say. Dalvin's on a bye. You know, if you look through his receivers, I mean, Julio hasn't been reliable even when he's on the field. Yeah, he's you hurt know, too. Godwin's yeah. been decent. Uh, yeah, I, I mean, I have the the advantage at receiver, but he has the clear advantage at running back. And without my two quarterbacks, he kind of has the, a slight advantage there, I think. So it's it comes down to flex play, and I, I don't know. I, it's definitely right, not, I mean, it's definitely not like a big heavy favorite. I mean, it could go either way to me. I don't see one clear winner here. Um, so I think that's good news just to start with both of your quarterbacks out. Yeah, I mean, as long as I I play tight here, I'll be pretty happy. Um, I ha- I have this closer than than sleeper has it projected. I think, you know, both Matt Ryan and Tua going against each other, um, you know, as they're scheduled to right now. I think that game's going to be a shootout. I think the quarterbacks will put up uh, more points than they're projected to, and make yeah. this one close for you guys. I mean, that that was a big reason of like I picked up Matt Ryan in a lot of my like uh, redraft leagues just because I think that him and two are going to go back and forth. It's going to be a high scoring game in my opinion. So that means there's probably going to be like 20 total points scored in that game. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, 
let's let's move forward to to Will and Glazer. I I have it as my game of the week because number one, I'm a projection whore, so I think it's surprising to see Glazer as a favorite here. But also, I just think that there's there's such a, a fun rivalry between the two of you, Will and Glazer, <laughs> that it it just makes this game so much more fun. It's it's the uh, Gasparillo, Pornhub, Riley Reed bowl <laughs> bowl game of the week. Um, no, I, it's crazy. I think I think Glazer were giving him a lot more shit. Well, I, I have at least the past few weeks more than he kind of deserves. He's been in a weird like half sell off mode, but still has a great receiving core now with AJ Brown, TJ Hawkinson, running back depth. I mean, it's gonna be tough. I have. I'm missing CeeDee Lamb and Deontay Johnson, which doesn't sound like a lot, but they're two of my four best players. So my projection points are kind of down. I'm going to need some players to step up. If I mean, I think I said this last week. Actually, I don't know if I said this last week. But you saying that those are two of your four best players, how are you five and one? Um, I don't know. It's not, it's not like I, I'm bad. I've gotten a little bit lucky. I'm putting up points. I, I have a top five point total, I think. Jonathan uh, Taylor has gone off two weeks in a row now. Yeah, I'd say my running backs are carrying me, and I have four wide receivers I can play every week, and I feel confident. So it's been a collective effort. You know, I look at this matchup I'm just going to be typing real quick because I'm also working while we record this, but you guys can keep going. Oh. <laughs> you know, I look, I look at this matchup here, and, you know, seeing that Will does have CD and Deontay on, both on buys, I do expect Glazer to win this matchup. However, anytime you're rolling out with Daniel Jones and Jameis Winston in a super flex, I think it's always possible that they get you a collective 10 points between the two of them. Um, and that could also help Will's chances here. So I do expect Glazer to win, but it would not shock me if Will pulls off the upset here. Yeah, that that is true. I'd say that is Glazer's one weak spot. Um but, you know, their bodies in the quarterback position. If they each just perform averagely. Is averagely a word? Averagely, I don't know. Let's yeah, we'll roll with it. We'll, we'll roll with it. Scrabble um, challenge. Um, also, if you want a little little breaking news. You just got a match on Hinge. I did get a match on Hinge. Um, Congrats. Let me, let me look at her real quick. This is, this is really good radio, but this is important. As, as a man who... Is lonely in Jersey City. Um, number one, Cleveland and Glazer come through because I'm lonely. Number two, uh, we're gonna pass. Um, sad, sad day, sad day. Um, <laughs> let's let's move into a couple segments here. Um, Will you kick us off with your segment ideas? Okay. Um, so, Jake, you know this from last week, and now Cohen knows as well. We're still trying to come up with fun, funny things that we can do every week. Right now, we only have like one, maybe two good ones. Um, so, you know, phone into the show if you have an idea. But this is a – this we're going to do our – Yep. We did Mike Anders for being mm-hmm. 0-5. Now he's 0-6. So it looks like we were right about that. Yep. <laughs> Very hard to project. Um, but, you know, Cohen, now that you're a guest on the show – I think we might have to done chain you, bro. I mean, I don't think yep. you would disagree. Done. Lay, lay it on me. I done. mean, I would, I would welcome the chain at this point. I, let's hear it. I'm going to take away. I'm going to take away my prediction from this from that game. I'm going to say that Cohen wins. I mean, Cohen loses this week to Durs. Cohen is in mental shambles after that loss. 
and he's officially done. Yeah, uh, one in five. We all know he's already sold off his guys, um, and then really, sold off all of his draft picks too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. So yeah, Cohen, what are your thoughts on that? You know, I mean, still a little bit of fight left in the dog here. No. Nope. Um, yeah, anything is possible. <laughs> I mean, your team isn't shit. Like it would just roll over every week. Like you could definitely surprise some some folks. You know, once in a while, um, still got some players, especially when Saquon's back. But I think it's official. You're not making the playoffs this year. It's all about draft picks. Which how many do you have? I've got I've got a first round pick still. First, a second, second and a fourth this year. So yeah, are you gonna are you gonna try to be acquiring more? You know, we're we're evaluating all options right now. Uh, you know, we always like <laughs> to acquire more draft picks, but um you know the phone the phone's been ringing a lot lately, I can tell it, you that. I I mean I I don't blame it for ringing. I mean you're answering a lot. <laughs> you gotta um, answer the call. You never know who's gonna who's on the other end. Yeah, we might have to be in touch. I, I asked Powell earlier this week about Brandon Cooks. I mean, Brandon Cooks, guy. Let's think about this. I said, what can I give you for Brandon Cooks? And he said, nah, fam, I need him for this week. And I'm thinking to myself, dude, you're two and four. You need to start trading away guys no, for draft picks. I understand where Powell is coming from because Powell is terrified of having to read Cameron's book. I was just gonna say, I he, think Powell he texted me. To not read yeah, it. he texted me after our game, and he was like, "Good game." I just really don't want to read Cameron's book, which, <laughs> which was this. I mean, I guess if we're if we're rating crazy texts that I got between that one and the Durs one, I mean, they're very close. Yeah, those are two A plus texts to receive in one week. I still yeah. can't get over Durs. That's just so funny. <laughs> um, side question though: Can Powell read? No. No. Okay. No. <laughs> I mean, that's what my sources are telling me. Somebody somebody should fact check me on that. Um, also, just a little update for everyone. Uh, yeah. Last week when I shit all over Powell and told him uh, and said he probably waits for Josh Allen's bag when they do bags in the locker room, he yeah. texted me thinking that it was a very good comeback and said, nah, man, his bag smells the worst. I don't touch that. <laughs> <laughs> so Josh, Josh Allen confirmed smelly. Josh Allen confirmed smelly, but also the goat. I do, um, I do like getting politics right after the episode launches, though, because it just it, it it warms my heart that he that he listens. Yeah. Um. Just quickly, Cohen, I'll I'll give you a little fact or fiction. I'll try to make it a little bit different than last time. Um. Fact or fiction? Let, let's stay on that. Uh. Mike Powell will have to read Cameron's book at the end of the season. Uh, I'm going to go with fiction on that. You know, I, I think at the end of the day, it's going to end up being Durs. Um, oh. I think Powell has just enough pieces, for example, Lamar Jackson. That's kind of mm-hmm. about it to get him another win or two here this season. You know, on top of the two he already has, and I don't really see Durs getting to three or four wins. So I do That's believe fair. that Durs reads the book. Now, off of that follow-up, um, fact or fiction, when Durs comes in last, he will actually read Cameron's book. Oh, that's 100% fiction. I don't believe he will actually read the book. Um, so also following up that, fact or fiction, I will mentally abuse Durs until he reads Cameron's book. 
That is absolutely a fact. Yep. Um, okay. I, you mentally abused her that it is, let alone when there's punishment involved like that. So yes, Darius will be mentally abused if he does not read this book. Yep. Um, will, do you agree with that? Yeah, I think I think you're right, Adam. Darius might be one of the few people who would just like choose not to participate and kind of protest that, which we just can't have. We need everyone to buy in. Um, yeah. Yes. It makes it more fun. So. Yeah, 100%. Um, okay, I'll, I'll ask, I know that you said that you love Marco's team, so I will say fact or fiction Marco will play Garge in the championship. This is this is to me or, or Cohen? This is mainly to Cohen, but then I want okay. you to give your championship prediction. Oh, okay. Sure. Um this is this is a tough one. I'm I'm gonna go with fiction here because while I do have Marco in the championship, um I think at the end of the day I foresee him playing Kleban in the championship. I would kill much. myself if Cleveland is in the championship against Marco. And why is that? Because obviously because you're not in there, but... Yeah. I mean, it's not even because of that. Um, it's it's because I can't deal with Cleveland being Cleveland about being in the championship again. That's well, very true. If if that is the matchup, I don't think Cleveland would win. I think it's still Marco. So... Yeah, I but mean, do you do you know Jake at all? You know that he's gonna like <laughs> even if he makes the championship, you're, it's, he's gonna be unbearable. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. You don't think Jake's a humble guy? <laughs> <laughs> That's Jake, funny. Jake, Jake is humble when it comes to select things, and I don't think this league falls in that category. I I do think it will be a Marco Jake. <clears throat> championship or at least jake will finish second when the season is over um i just think his team is very very it's it's got good depth and uh when mccaffrey gets back as i believe he will um he'll just go on a run so um and then and then lastly um fact or fiction i will get jim to send the winner some gear um, fiction that just will not happen. <laughs> okay, I think it all depends not, on what I do not see Jim happen that day. Also, um, this this reminds me of another segment idea we have maybe for next week. Uh, we we just spot call Jim randomly and <laughs> we uh, what's the, what's a question we can ask him, Adam? Um, why oh. Should Nancy Pelosi run in 2024? <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah, something along that along the those lines. Yeah, um, but but with that, we'll we'll leave it there. I think yeah. that's a a good that's, a good episode yeah. here. Cohen, thank you so much for coming on. Um, do you have anything to say to the league prior to your departure? No, I mean we'll say something quick here. Thank, well, first of all, thanks for having me on, and you know, second of all. You know, when we when I founded this league, you know, a couple of years ago now, wasn't sure if it would get the, you know, the excitement and the enjoyment that everyone's getting out of it. And it seems like people are really embracing it and having a good time. So I'm just glad that I, that's been a success so far. And here's to many more successful years. Beautiful. Well said. I think, I think a part of this league's success comes from Durr's sucking. So thank you yes. for letting this happen. And thank it's, you for letting Durr's suck. the engine that runs the league. Yes. Yep. Everyone uh, needs that sucky team to kind of keep them going. And yeah, but it's not even it's not even team. about the sucky team. It's about the sucky person. Yes, and true. So thank you all. Um, take care. Brush your hair. Love you guys.
Love you guys. See you guys.